0: following is a production of Word Alive Creative Arts.
1: Welcome to the podcast of Word Alive International Outreach in Oxford, Alabama, an apostolic center for transformation and freedom. We pray today that you will be blessed and strengthened by this powerful message. Bev and I here today, we're so excited about the message of freedom.
0: We have really enjoyed, as I said last week, coming into your homes, being a part of what you're doing and being just involved in your lives. I mean, we really probably see more of you and you're seeing more of us than we would have seen you just coming to church on Sunday. So we are really honored to be here today.
1: We're thankful for the technology that allows us uh, to come into your home. And you know, we're really thankful for our media team. You don't get to see them, but they're behind the scenes and they have been working really hard during this time time of shelter in place to keep us connected and communicated. So we really appreciate our uh, media team Uh, here in Alabama. We're still a couple weeks now. Uh, Our governor has called it now, I think, uh, stay at home safely instead of shelter in place. So we're still kind of in the mode of of, uh, lockdown here. Hence, my hair. And by the way, your hair. We have got lots of hair these days. I
0: told our creative team today, I said, I feel like a chia pet. (laughs) I don't know what in the world. And then Ken asked me this morning to trim his hair. I said, you do want to stay married. I said, I am not going there. But um, honestly, okay, I'm going to take a poll right now and I want to hear from you guys. (laughs) Don't you like Kent's hair a little bit longer? He always has that GI haircut, which is really, I mean, it's just, too short for me. So I like your hair, I but I a, am not trimming it.
1: I did a Facebook Live the day and a friend of mine said, uh, texted me and said, man, did you get uh, hair, <laughs> hair implants, <laughs> hair plugs? He said, Cause you got a head full of hair. I said, no, yeah. man, I'm sheltered in place. There's no barbershop to go so to. So
0: I'm really excited to hear from you. I'm taking a really official poll. Let me know what you think. Honestly, Facebook us, send something on Instagram because I think he should leave his hair longer. But listen, I gotta say, I saw the cutest meme today about Governor Ivey. It says, Meemaw says that we can go outside and play, but she just wants us to stay where she can see us.
2: <laughs> I, I thought
0: that was so clever. Who comes up with this stuff? Oh my gosh, I wish I were that creative.
1: We love our governor and appreciate her and yes, all of her team do. for all they're doing for us right now. And so we're still in the interesting place and interesting time, but the Lord continues to move supernaturally. And so we look forward to sharing with you a few moments today. We're still doing all in Alabama, even in the middle of this quarantine, we're able to go to the different counties and at least meet with the government officials and do a FaceTime live with the pastor and leadership of the churches
0: while still social distancing,
1: still social distancing, but we're still moving in Alabama. We want to talk to you about that. But first
2: uh, we're going to go to Matt Hobson he's going to give us a quick report and then Bevan, I'll be right back. Hey, Word Alive, Matt Hobson here, your director of Project 58 and communications at the church. We're here to let you know that we are still all in Alabama. If you don't know what that is, Holy Spirit told us, go to every county, that means 67 counties, and pray for the government leaders, just blessing them, releasing the prophetic words that's been spoken over our state, and having Holy Ghost fire services in every venue. And we're still doing that. We are still all in. And the testimonies have been amazing. We were in Sumter County, which is currently listed as the poorest county in the state. And the government officials actually came to the meeting and said, if you've got a word to transform our county, then we have got to hear it. God is doing something in Alabama. So thank you for supporting us. Thank you for praying for us. And keep doing that because we are not stopping until we transform this entire state. Uh, Mentioning Sumter County, I just want to say a huge thank you to our Project 58 family. Every month locally we feed over a hundred families through our food distribution and this month while we were at that event in Sumter County we realized they were in major need of food so I sent an email out to our project 58 family and almost every person donated their food distribution to go to Sumter County so we sent over a hundred cases of food to Sumter County to feed people so thank you for being the difference with us not only do we do that locally we sent money to Bulgaria and Indonesia. Indonesia this month. So we're doing that around the world and we cannot do that without you. So thank you so much for your generosity. Thank you for being all in with us and have a great Sunday. We're still all in Alabama, and God has still got the vision
1: for the state of Alabama being aligned for His prophetic purposes to be fulfilled. So I think we're now almost 32 or 3 counties uh, with uh, uh, for, before we finish up the 67 counties. And so we thank God for our fire teams that are continuing to move out and declare the Word of the Lord into the atmosphere yes. of these counties. Also, we're so thankful, as Matt mentioned, that we're able to continue through Project 58 distributing food. We That's were able to help over a
0: blessing oh yes. my gosh
1: we were able to help over a hundred families i think just this week yes. in our area and so thank you for continuing to support that and support all in alabama this week headed to clay county and cleveland county and bev writes prayers for each county to pray and declare of those counties we want her to pray today and let's join her in faith as we pray over clay county and cleveland county alabama
0: yes i was really excited about these prayers because you know we have a real heart for clay county i mean your family is from yes. there so clay county We align with the Lord. The spiritual discipline of the Lord is your portion. The lines of the Spirit have fallen upon Clay County to stand in the gap. We are in position as watchmen on the wall. We curse the spirits of Sandballot. Any mocking and taunting spirits must go. We will not come down off the wall. Clay County will do a great work for the Lord. Show us any people, place or thing that has been strategically put in our path to blind our eyes, close our ears and shut our mouths mm-hmm. in the spirit. We speak the power of the blood of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. over our county. We will be used by God in this hour. We as a county renounce any systemic poverty, territorial spirits, oppression, depression, and any tormenting demonic activity that has been affecting this geographical terrain. We are not our own and we we do not lean into our own understanding. We declare we declare our spiritual life is prosperous and no good thing will be held back from Clay County in Jesus' mighty we name. We
1: agree. And will you with us say amen over Clay County, yes. Alabama?
0: And for Cleburne County Lord we thank you for prayers that bring Results and avail much All of creation is waiting for the Manifestation of the sons and daughters Of God in Cleburne County We will not keep Cleburne County on hold we are Created to have a personal relationship With you to stand in the gap To be on the wall and to make Up the hedge our prayers can change This county our cities And our nation we declare That Cleburne County will be obedient to pray. We will not miss the call of God on our lives. Jesus and the treasures of heaven is our resource and Father God is our chief financial mm. advisor. We declare good stewardship is Cleburne County's portion. We renounce the strong man of debt and we declare that we will be the lender and yes. never the borrower. Lord, thank you for giving Cleburne County creative ways to secure our financial security. We are blessed coming in and blessed going out in Jesus' mighty name.
1: Wow, we agree wow. and everybody say amen, amen over Cleburne County and Father. Father, we lift the whole state of yes. Alabama up to you today, and we thank you that Alabama is aligning in God's prophetic timing, and the word of the Lord is Alabama must go first, and then an awakening comes to the nation. So, Father, we thank you that it's being done and being accomplished, and we give you honor and glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, babe. Those are powerful prayers, and so fitting for this worship you're about to encounter. The song's called Rattle, and it is awesome. You're about to get truly blessed. And this is a song about Ezekiel where the dry bones come together. God God commands us to prophesy and dry bones become a mighty army. And we believe that's what's happening in our lives. That is
0: exactly what's happening. Happening
1: in Word Alive yes. and happening in the state of Alabama. And so let's go to worship and then Bev and I'll be back and talk to you about our teaching today. Oh, my, my. If I wasn't connected to this mic, I would be running around this room. Let's
0: just save that for when we finish. Wow. It's not a huge room.
1: This is the sound of dead bones rattling. That song fires me up. I'm going
0: to let him loose in the sanctuary. There's plenty of room to (laughs) run in there, honestly. I mean, I'm just telling you, the sound that is being released is really just changing the atmosphere. Can you feel it right there in your own home? God is on the move. I mean, there is such synergy in that.
1: Absolutely. And we receive it and release it to you today in the name of Jesus. We want to take you quickly to a very brief teaching, about 11-minute teaching that I did uh, on connecting to a community of freedom and the power in that and what it will accomplish in your life and our life. There is nothing more powerful than when we connect to a spiritual community. It's how God unlocks our future and allows us to walk into the blessings of the Lord. So watch this and then Bev and I'll be back to pray and minister. The word engage in so powerful to me in the the dictionary is to interlock or cause to mesh to bring into an operative position as the components of a driving mechanism. Once we realize who we are in Christ and that there is a different kingdom, a different way to live. The next step for us is to engage in spiritual community. I love how this explains this in the book, the moving parts within a machine. ...an automobile engine, a clothes washer, or something as small as a wristwatch are individually important, but alone do not the machine make. It's when those parts... large or small are engaged with the whole that the function is possible. That's what it's like to live in spiritual community and to be part of the body of Christ. We are called to identity. Once we realize there's a kingdom of God available to us, now we engage and our part becomes part of the whole. Salvation's not just about your individual salvation or my individual salvation. It's about a corporate salvation. It's when we connect to the whole, to the body, that we we find our function and the body of Christ begins to function fully in the earth. Let me share a powerful scripture with you in Ephesians chapter 4 Verse 11 through 16. And he gave himself some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come into the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, into a perfect man, into the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no more be children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine, by the slight edge or cunningness, craftiness of men, but speaking the truth in Love, we may grow up into him into all things, which is the head, even Christ. Watch this from whom the whole body, fitly joined together and compacted, by which every joint supplies according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, makes the increase of the body and the edifying of itself in love. What's this talking about? It's simply saying the leadership of the church, the apostle, the prophet, the pastor, the evangelist, and the teacher, their job is to equip you and I, saints, for the work of ministry. For so many of us, we've known church as a place to sit and spectate instead of participate. We're big on football here in Alabama. And uh, we, uh, I was having a conversation last night with a friend of mine about our coach. And, uh, uh, you know, he's renowned in our state. <clears throat> but this is a great analogy How how weird or odd would it be for the coach to lay out the game plan all week, teach everybody the plays, how to execute, what the process is, and then the players sit on the sideline and the coaches play the game? Well, that would be absurd, wouldn't it? Because that's not the way it's designed. The coaches are to teach, train, and equip the players to play. But most churches, I will say that most churches, we are spectators as believers watching the coaches play. The pastors, the teachers, the evangelists watching them do ministry, but that's not the way God designed. God designed the church to be an equipping place so that you and I could be equipped to be connected, to be engaged in spiritual community, so that we could see the kingdom of God manifest in our life and be part of the kingdom of God, seeing it fulfilled in the earth. That's why we're told in Romans 3 3 through 5, we are a body. It says, For I say, though through the grace given to us, that every man That is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. For we are many members, but we are one body. Now, here's what's interesting you know that word equip that I mentioned from Ephesians? It's an interesting word. It means to prepare, to train, to make qualified for service, but the most Uh, purposeful or the most significant meaning is that of a bone during surgery that is broken and reconnected so that it finds its function. Here's what's interesting that I found. Most people I know that are engaged in the kingdom of God, they maybe even have found their identity, realized and realigned with the kingdom of God what the culture of the kingdom of God is. But because of our brokenness we hesitate to be reconnected to the body. But I found something very interesting. Actually, it's our brokenness that qualifies us to connect to the body. Because in my area of weakness is where I need your area of strength. And in your area of weakness is when you need my area of a, area of strength. And so when we realize we're a body, I mean, how odd would it be for an arm, if you walked in the grocery store and there's just an arm came walking by, <laughs> right? That wasn't connected to the body to be like, that's odd. That's freak, freakish looking. Just this arm come walking in. Why An arm without a body is meaningless right? A head without a body is meaningless. And so when you see the whole body fitly jointed together and joined together, that's when you get to, to see the full function. A body can't function apart from a body. Or an arm can't function apart from a body. And a body desperately needs an arm. Isn't it interesting that God called us the body because we so need each other. And so what we have found here at Word Alive is we have created a culture of transparency. And I can't tell you how freeing it is just to be me I don't have to be anybody else. I don't have to be you. You don't have to be me. And I can show up and I can connect to this spiritual community with all my strengths, with all my weaknesses, with all my past, with all my future promises. And I can just be me. I don't know about you, but it's a big luxury for me just to be me, not to pretend or play act. Do you know what the word play act means? It means to be a hypocrite. The word hypocrite means play act. And so many people are discouraged or maybe even disappointed in the church because, like, they tell me all the time, there's so many hypocrites, people that say one thing but live another way. Well, it's not really that they choose to be that way. It's just we're so afraid to be vulnerable and transparent with our brokenness. But in reality, without being broken, you can't connect. Have you ever seen a puzzle? None of the edges of a puzzle piece are all square and perfectly fit. They are all look like broken pieces. Why? Because they're designed to fit to other broken pieces so we can make a whole. Don't you love the way Jesus is? He said, I'll take a bunch of broken people broken lives and I will fit their lives together so that they become a whole functioning body supplying to each other what the needs are and you will see the glory of God manifest. That's what happened in the early church in the book of Acts. It says they met together continually in their homes and they ate bread together and they fellowshiped together and they shared their brokenness and they shared their lives together and God in the midst of of them put them together and it says miracles happen. Nobody lacked. Nobody was without. Supernaturally, the body began to provide for itself. And that's exactly what it's like being a part of a spiritual community. In the, in the spirit of transparency, I'll just tell you my personal experience. I'm the pastor of this church. And uh, I've said publicly many times, I'm just a part of the body like you are. I'm broken like everybody else. And I had an a experience years ago that just radically changed my life and empowered me with this message of brokenness, being part of the body of Christ. My wife and I had gone on a vacation and I carry uh, my cell phone in my back pocket and uh, I have a Rolodex of all the people Involved in our church so if they need me Or I need them we can I can connect with them Or call them and uh, in the midst Of one of the biggest fights my wife And I've ever had I butt dialed somebody From our church can you imagine that And they hear the whole conversation Now I didn't know that and man in this conversation I said words that I thought I'd already Forgotten how to say I mean it was Just one of those times I, I didn't want Anybody to hear this I was totally Out of order and you know What happened we got back to a church after this vacation and this dear lady we knew nothing about it came up to my wife my wife thought she needed prayer she said no actually I was going to ask can I pray for you and she told my wife what happened. She said, I saw it on my cell phone. It said, Pastor Kent, but it sure didn't sound like Pastor Kent. And she said, I heard the whole conversation. And she said, but I I won't tell anybody. I'll just pray for you. My wife said, don't worry. He will tell everybody because that's just the way he is. And you know what happened? I felt so ashamed. I felt so uh, broken because my vulnerability of just having a moment in time where I was just broken and hurt myself. And so obviously I went to this lady and my comment to her was, you know what? If I were you, I would just find another church. I'd find another pastor. Obviously I'm a broken individual. You know what she said to me? It changed my life. She said, Kent Maddox, I want to tell you something. You've never preached anything to me but mercy and grace. And you've never said anything but transparent words that you are broken just like us. And you know what? You've always been there for me in my moments of brokenness with mercy and grace. And I want to tell you in this moment of your uh, your brokenness, I'm here for you with all the mercy and grace you need. I love you. I got you covered. And you know what? Isn't it powerful? And then I was able to get up in front of our whole congregation, share this experience, kind of why I felt like that my wife had gotten this place in our life where I was just maxed out and stressed out and they wrapped their arms around me and loved me. And that's what a spiritual community is all about. It's about being able to be there for one another to love one another You know the old saying, it takes a village. We desperately need each other. We desperately need to value each other and live in a spiritual community. Uh, People tell me sometimes, they say, well, you know, I can't, uh, I'd rather just love Jesus and not be connected to the body. Well, you know what? You can't be connected to the body if you're not connected. You can't be connected to the head if you're not connected to the body. And that's what it's like to be connected in spiritual community. I heard an example of the power of community, and it's uh, from the zebras, And the bottom line is we're designed and better together. You know what it says? I don't know if you know much about a zebra, but like most of us, you probably know that it's a white animal with black stripes. I'm reading from the book. Did you know that no two zebras have the same exact pattern or stripes? It's true. They're all different. Their stripes are like their human fingerprint. The zebra's primary predator is the lion. And when the lion sees one zebra alone against the landscape, it sticks out, they say, like a sore thumb. Think of it. All the other animals have a skin color that camouflages them within their environment to protect them from predators. Uniquely, the zebra's camouflage is only effective when it's standing in the herd. Isn't that powerful? When the lion looks at an entire herd of zebras, the lion is so visually confused by all the patterns it does not know where to attack. It simply sees one very large moving force of confusing stripes. The lion must not must first frighten the herd in hopes of getting a single zebra to leave the herd. Then it can focus on taking down that one lone individual. And that's exactly the way the enemy does. The lion he tries to get us disconnected from spiritual community so he can single us out get isolated so he can attack us. But as long as we're connected together, I'm telling you, together, we can protect one another, love one another, and we can make it to our purpose and destiny. I know that's me teaching, but it's pretty good. It is really good.
0: And may (laughs) I just say, he looks really handsome. I just, I loved it. I actually listened to that earlier today just to kind of refresh my memory because I had already seen it. And I had it so loud in the house that when Kent walked in this one, he's like, do you think you can hear that? I said, but it's so powerful. And I really want it released in our atmosphere I want it in our home I want it released in your home So listen to it over and over again It's amazing and it's profound And I have to believe that God has really set us all down That we can be quiet and hear from Him And connect Via technology, yes. create new communities, create new uh, uh, what's the opportunities yes. to meet new people. I think it's amazing how God's expanding our communities.
1: Right in the midst of us being locked down through technology, we're able to connect. We'll tell you about that in just a moment. But really take to heart what we talked about, the brokenness. Brokenness doesn't disqualify you from connecting. It's actually what qualifies you. Exactly. Think about a puzzle. If all the pieces of the puzzle were perfect, perfect squares or perfect circles, there's no connect point. But when you look at a puzzle, it's broken pieces because when you put them together, it becomes a beautiful picture. Think and meditate on the concept about the zebra, that the only time the zebra is in danger is when they're separated from From the the herd. The enemy's number one ploy is to try to keep us from living in a community of freedom because he knows the power that we receive and the power that's activated in us. And so we bless you today with the courage and the strength and the grace to find your spiritual connection. I really feel this is a prophetic word. I released it last week on Facebook, but I really believe it's for right now. Chuck Pierce released Acts chapter 12 that says Peter was locked up and was in prison and King Herod was persecuting the church. It was Passover, the season we've just come through. All of a sudden the church prayed. I love that one line. And as soon as they prayed, an angel came, tapped Peter on the shoulder. He thought he was having a dream. Wakes him up, unlocks his chains, takes him out of the prison, walks him through the city gate. As soon as he walks through the gate, he wakes up and realizes, oh my God, an angel (laughs) has taken me out of here. And Chuck prophesied and, and released the word that Right now in this season, God is unlocking our futures, and that that Acts chapter 12 is a key. This this concept of connecting to connecting community is so. Uh, Relevant to this because as soon as as Peter came out of prison, what did he do? He went to the house where the church was and he found that spiritual connection. So this is what God's saying and doing. So we started praying that for us, for you, praying like this, God, unlock our potential, Mm -hmm. unlock the resources that we need, unlock the relationships, unlock us from fear and insecurity and those things that have kept us from connecting. We started praying along these lines, but I said, God, we need a faith igniter. And so I said, I just believe somebody will give... In the next couple days will get us some keys as a confirmation for this. Well, hopefully we'll put those up on the screen here so you can see a picture of them there. These are two keys that were found in Apopka, Florida, where Chuck released this word. A lady was cleaning out a shed, walked outside, they were laying on the ground, found two identical keys, looked at them, looked up the numbers on them, and I, and, and I think they're like three, five, four, five, three, and so they're the same forward and backwards. Uh, it's called a... Polydron or something I, I, like that. I, Paladrum, yes. something like that. The same Palidrum. forward and the same backwards. Yes. She looked them up online. It's a, actually a zip code in Alabama. Holy Spirit says, get those to Kent Maddox. He knows exactly what they are. Well, if that wasn't powerful enough that God gave us that confirmation, I added up the numbers. They equal 20. Two keys, Twenty-twenty double portion, the year 2020. You cannot
0: make this up. Do you understand me? That is so supernatural that a lady in a popka, Florida, finds a set of keys, looks up at, who would have ever thought of that being a zip code? I wouldn't have. Holy Spirit and, did it. Exactly. The Holy Spirit brought that and illuminated her to that. And now Kent has those very
1: keys. So receive that faith yes. today. Don't stay locked up in this season. Allow Holy Spirit to unlock your spirit. And I love, I felt like what the Lord showed me. Even though we're locked down, God's unlocking us from inside. the inside. And we believe God's speaking to people today to connect to spiritual community. And so we have a way that you can do this even while sheltered in place still, through Zoom technology you can join a freedom group. It's not too late to join and we want you to join today. Take the step of faith. What do they say? The definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Let Holy Spirit unlock you in this season. Take a step of faith into community and watch Holy Spirit move by His power. We want to go to a quick testimony of one of these Zoom conversations and actually how God's moving through this technology, how you can be a part of a freedom group, and then we want to come back and give our declaration and pray a final prayer so watch this and be blessed
2: so
3: i'm here with danny and christina schneck uh, members of word alive international outreach and today we're discussing engaging in community and what that's meant to our lives and the impact it's had on our lives over the years so danny christina uh, share just a moment if you will we started our life group houses of light whenever they first started at word alive many years ago and uh really they were powerful groups they 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 it was neat because you saw the power of god in 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 the service and then you'd step in your home and you would follow through with some of the words that were spoken by kent and you would follow through in your home and the same spirit that was in the church was at the home and then with that people would get encouraged they 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 got emboldened by by gifts they never knew they had. Then they would step out and do a a, a life group. Um, that was cool to see in that point. And um, now that we've we've stepped into the community now, and we we go in and we started our life group, and the same thing happened again. It was awesome. We would meet. We'd come into the house. We'd have some, some dinner or some snacks. Then we'd step right into the Word, and we would start ministering. It was like it was like the Holy Spirit said, "Come on, let's let's go and minister." And that the the same Holy Spirit again that you see it in the sanctuary comes in your house, and it's so much more personal more too, intimate. more intimate.
0: To me, with the smaller group, um, you have time to minister to each one if they need that done. Feel like you can share it because you've been with the people at your uh, house of light. You've been with them; they know you, and it seems like it's so much easier because they're your friends. The Lord never stops; He has control over everything, and so given that opportunity to say, "We can do this," and we can engage online, it's the best thing. It's the best thing, and and you don't want to miss it. You want to engage. You want to have that opportunity to be with those that love you and you, those that you love. And so God's God's in it and he's made us there. So it's, I love it. Don't you Daniel?
3: Absolutely. <laughs> we love it. If you've ever had a, the Lord move in Zoom, it's an awesome feeling. Yes, It was like we were there. It was like, it was like we were sitting across each yes. other, each other from, from, from the table. I'd like to encourage people that were, are skeptical on the Zoom to, Try. I promise you, the Lord will show up just like He does right in the sanctuary, and that's what that's what we found is that that the Holy Spirit can move through all things, and He moves through Zoom.
1: It's exciting to see Holy Spirit moving through technology, uh, especially the Zoom technology that's uh, available to us. And so Chuck uh, Pierce prophesied that through Zoom, more intimacy would transpire in this season than even eating lunch together, that somehow Holy Spirit's using technology in this season to allow us to connect in a supernatural way. So please take an opportunity to step into a freedom group. It's just the next three or four weeks till we get to Pentecost. I promise you, you'll be blessed and God will unlock some things things in your life. And so it's been a great time being with you today. We're so excited about what Holy Spirit's doing.
0: Well and in our own lives. I mean honestly if we could just share all of the things that the Lord is doing in us and, and for us. I mean it's been it's been really good. I shared with a friend of mine in our entire thirty six years together, this is the most time that you and I have ever had mm-hmm. just being alone together. I mean for the first time in in my advanced years, we're actually empty nesters. Our home is our own and so it's been pretty amazing just being together.
1: It's been awesome. God is resetting us. God is restoring us. God is redeeming our time. And uh, what the enemy meant for good... Or for evil, God is definitely turning around for good. Just before we leave today, we know that giving is part of our worship and God is connecting us to supernatural resources in this season. We've heard many testimonies that even in the midst of this crisis, God is continually providing supernatural for His people. So would you join Bev and I and do our, uh, or say our uh, giving declaration out loud today? We'll and then s- do it. And then do it, yeah. <laughs> we'll say it on count of three. One, two, three. Today, today we, we are, are moving, moving forward toward... For the the glorious celebration. celebration of Pentecost. God not only has delivered us and redeemed us, but He also given us abundant provision. It is a time to believe and confess for a supernatural provision. The Lord who has great power also has great resources. Therefore we declare and decree that we have more than enough entering into this new season as God's glory is revealed amen that is so powerful i love it be blessed in your giving today may the windows of heaven be opened upon your life and god pour out blessings that you don't even have room enough to receive thank you so much for uh tuning in today to be with us. We've enjoyed our time together. We talked about our identity the first week. We talked about uh, our moving and, and moving so powerfully with the aligning with the kingdom the second week. This week connecting to a community of freedom. We are moving in freedom and freedom is being released. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom and liberty. Walk in it. Be blessed in it. We love you. God bless. This has been a presentation of Word Alive International Outreach, 122 Allendale Road, Oxford, Alabama. Reach us by phone at 256-831-5280 or at our website,
3: wordalive.org.
2: This has been a production of Word Alive Creative Arts.